Welcome to Podcasting for Thy Reasons, where ABC has showed us the last of their old drama. And we are giving you, well, not the last of our analysis. We'll be back. No, the last of our old analysis, so. <laughs> I'm with Marty up. My name is Brendan. It's good to have you guys back. Yeah. It's been too long, Ernie. It's been too long. It has been a bit of a break. Life has been a little crazy, but we're super excited to bring you our new our new episode. Absolutely. It's been a, a, a double feature for you guys. Yes. So we'll spend the first half talking about Nick, and then we'll spend as little time talking about Juan Pablo as possible, and then we'll move on. <laughs> I have my thoughts about Juan Pablo. I have my thoughts. I mean, everybody clearly has their thoughts, but I have a bit of a, I don't know, I have different thoughts, I feel like. Okay, we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. All right, so uh, I'm excited to talk to you about Nick because I like Nick and you don't. Okay, so... Or, or, or is that an unfair characterization? I Okay, so I couldn't stand Nick. When I talk about how I don't like Nick, it's usually... I thought about this as I was watching it earlier this week. It's usually me referring to old Nick, pre-Bachelor Nick. Okay. That Nick sucked. Bachelor Nick wasn't terrible. That's the spirit. Yeah. Bachelor <laughs> Nick wasn't terrible. Now I still don't, I haven't gotten to know podcast Nick. He might be a whole new game changer for me. I might really like him. Podcast I, Nick. Podcast I might fall Nick, in love with him. I don't know. <laughs> I will tell you that podcast Nick is about as blunt as Nick gets, I think. Okay. Yeah. After watching his season recap, I literally thought to myself, I do need to check out his podcast. So, if anything, it was a good marketing tool for me to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we need to first talk about when it comes to next season is the absolute staying power of these women. Uh, yeah, he had he had a really good season. I mean, we got Rachel Lindsay, we got Raven. Um, who else did we get from that uh, season? Corinne? I'm trying to think. Christ- Christina? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Christina. Christina. And I love how Chris was like, you're a fan favorite. Everyone loves you. But I was like, I didn't love Christina last last season on the island. But she was kind of hateful. She, that wasn't her best. Yeah, it wasn't her best. But then I was like, is that the person she's become? I don't know. I think she she was uncomfortable, put in an uncomfortable position by Blake and yeah. had this weird and unnecessary problem with Kaylin. And I think it just made her time on the island, her time at, in paradise, less pleasant than it could have been. I guess something. Because last summer, Christina, I did not like. But I do remember liking her on Nick's season. So, I don't know. But... Yeah, I thought Nick's season, all in all, how would you rate it before we really dive in? I think it was a 7 or an 8. Like, it was a really high-quality season. Uh-huh, yeah. And, oh, gosh, who could forget Corinne? Corinne was the worst. She was... Corinne is the reason that I walk into a room and I'm like, hi! <laughs> <laughs> I never want to give her credit, but I need to give credit where credit is due. She is the reason for my high. So if anybody who is listening, you know, you know me, you've heard that annoying high, you might have chuckled at it, this is the source. <laughs> well, it's good to know that there is a, uh, there's, a meth- there's a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I answer the phone with it, too. 
it's ridiculous. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I will say that this, these girls are obviously, I mean, it's top heavy. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, the top, the top five are Vanessa, Raven, Rachel, Corinne, and Christina. Yeah. Yeah, those, it's crazy when you line them up like that. Like, I, and I had forgotten that Corinne had gotten to the top four. Which is just crazy, because she Uh was crazy. She was a loose cannon. (laughs) Yeah, and then. I don't know. uh, When they talked about this season, uh, Bachelor Happy Hour podcast with uh, Mm -hmm. Rachel and Becca, they had Taylor Nolan on. Oh, okay. To talk about what happened, just in general, but to mm-hmm. partially talk about what her, happened with her and Corinne. And then she was like, I don't really know what happened because I was just trying to protect her and she made me seem like a bad person. Yeah, she accused her of bullying her. That was insane. I remember that. Like, them by the bonfire and her just telling her, what was it? What were the words that she used emotionally? She doesn't, she doesn't have emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. So, yeah, when she said that, and then Corinne just lost her mind. And granted, if I was on the other side of that, I probably I would be offended by it. But I think Taylor definitely had a point. I yeah. think Corinne was obnoxious and then basically taylor talked about how she corinne was how many times she pulled corinne from doing something on camera because of how blasted she was wow and that i mean that was a little bit of foreshadowing because she did have her uh her bit of drama on the that season that followed on bachelor in paradise I think it was something with Corinne uh, and Demario. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't watching, but I just remember my E News Instagram feed being blown up mm-hmm. by yeah, their by their pictures. Freaking island. Yeah, by their pictures. It was ridiculous, and it's because they were drunk. Yeah. So it and seems like what exactly happened, but it, yeah, there was a lot of rumors, a lot of drama, and they both ultimately had to leave and. It was it was just ridiculous. So that is what happens with Corinne. But that basically what Taylor said was that there were so many times that she had to pull her basically off camera at the house, mm-hmm. where she was just blasted. And she's like, "Producers, like you see how drunk she is. Leave her alone. Don't talk oh, to her." But the drunker she is, I'm sure that they were they wanted that entertainment. Oh, they probably sure. did. But like, and then Corinne's probably seeing this as her opportunity to shine. Oh, yeah. And Taylor crushing that. Can we just talk about the fact that Corinne had a nanny? Yes. That was my favorite part of the episode. Like when she mentioned the fact that she makes her she makes her breakfast, she talked about the meals that she makes her, and then she's like, she she's happy doing it. She wants to do it. I'm not <laughs> gonna get in her way of happiness. <laughs> I literally I rewound that several times. I was like, wow, she's I'm doing this woman a favor. <laughs> okay, so cheesy pasta. Is mm-hmm. it mac and cheese or is it like like a cheesy muscacholi type thing? I hope it's a cheesy muscacholi. And it's not it's and it's just craft mac, mac and cheese. Could you imagine? <laughs> like I'm going to start re- I'm going to start referring to mac and cheese as cheesy pasta. I mean, it is. I ain't lying. <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. So, be like give me some of that cheesy pasta. That craft cheesy pasta. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she could totally legitimately launch a brand of mac and cheese called cheesy pasta mm-hmm. 
and Bachelor Nation would lap it up. They would, they would love, love, love it. Ugh. I mean, she so probably right. should have done it four years ago, but I think today it would, it would last long enough to make her some money. Yeah, she was. I felt like what Demi was at risk of becoming before Demi took a little bit. Demi had a little bit of a twist. She was ridiculous and sort of offensive to the older girls that were on her season. But she then redeemed herself by being even more of herself in a genuine way and then having her storyline on Fashion in Paradise. So Demi is who Corinne could have been if Corinne had just stayed the path and been a sane person. It's like it's like Emma Watson is who Lindsay Lohan could have been. Was supposed to be, then went off the deep end. That's just crazy. And like <laughs> how how a different a slight change in her behavior alters who she is appeared to be by millions of people. Yep. It's like her sliding doors moment and she missed it. Yeah. <laughs> but there was yeah, uh so anything else on Corinne? Uh, just the fact that I was super annoyed by her. I couldn't stand her. And then she took her supposed to top off at that wedding shoot. Was ridiculous, and Nick says that he was the most uncomfortable. That was the most uncomfortable he'd been. Well, yeah. How can you not be though? Oh my gosh, I had forgotten that happened, and just watching that again, I was just taken back. Yeah, it's a it's quite a situation. <laughs> that's that's putting it lightly. I just I, I mean I just don't I don't know what else to say. It's quite a situation. I don't really know what to say. She's just a crazy person. It is what it is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think you're correct though. His season had a lot of good girls that came out of it. A lot of popular girls um, in Bachelor Nation that, you know, found love later on or just found their own thing. Yeah. Now remind me, did Christina leave on her own or was she? Ooh, I don't know. He, I think he, he broke up with her because remember she was talking about how she was ironing her dress. And she was really excited. And that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, oh, nope. I don't remember how they broke up. And that's the bummer of that whenever they don't show certain breakups. Yeah. I don't remember them. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, all I remembered is that it didn't work out. I don't remember how it didn't work out. Well, she was top five, which is, you know, fairly impressive mm-hmm. in and of itself. But I just... I still can't believe he kept Corinne over Christina. Yeah, there's got There had to be something. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that he just thought she was hot. That's probably but the reason th- why he kept her around. I thought Christina was way more attractive, personally. Um, yeah. I think Corinne could have been more attractive if she'd just been a better person. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because it was her... Because I'm it, sure if she was nice, I probably would have thought she was adorable. Yeah, the way we thought Demi was this past season. Yes. Like, now, I really like Demi. Whenever she shows up, I'm like, oh, she's fun. But when she was on Colton season, I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, there was definitely some qualities in that. And Colton seasons that, that made her undesirable. But on Paradise, she was very she was very likable in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't even just... Uh, her girlfriend related. It was just her not trying to be a character. Her being Demi made her more likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, she was still a character in some points. Like she was, but it was it, her. It was like her personality. Her personality was magnified on Colton's season, and she yeah. just let her be herself, which was just a, a toned down version of what she was, and it made it more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think it does, it, it did have something to do with probably the fact that she was just figuring things out, too. Yeah, and so, that's true. Yeah, and she was growing and everything. And But I, I don't know. I, I wonder what Corinne is up to now. I wonder who she is. After her 15 minutes of fame, just kind of her, her spotlight has dimmed. Because <laughs> I don't know what that girl's doing now. I don't know where she is. Nothing, probably. <laughs> her her nanny is like still making her some cheesy pasta. Yep. Every day, wake up, and then she just wanders around until her bed is made and her breakfast is ready. Good lord, though, when she was describing that, I was like, "What? I can't even vacation well." So I would I have not have a nanny. <laughs> I would have dropped her the minute I heard that. Right. I'm like, right. no, you're not. You're not ready to be married. You don't make your bed. I mean, I don't make my bed either, but I don't have someone to make it. I just choose not to. Right. As soon as you said that, I was like, maybe I'm not ready to be married because I didn't make my bed this morning. But but you, you don't have a grown woman whose job it is to make your bed. No, absolutely not. I'm the grown woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but goodness. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on some of the other girls? As... I, I didn't watch this season, and I didn't watch her season. I just don't really like Rachel. And it, it's not it's not anything to do... It's just like, she's very opinionated. She mm-hmm. Even in her podcast interviews, she takes over the interview. Yeah. I'm just like, you are not here... This is not Rachel interviewing Rachel. This is Rachel... Oh. This is Rachel yeah. interviewing a person who's taking time out of their day to come on your podcast. I don't want to hear about you. Mm-hmm. And she just was that how she handled Taylor. That's how she handled. Honestly, like it may just be because I don't like her to begin with, and <laughs> everything that she does makes me more upset. But like this, like she had Andy on this past week, Andy Dorfman. Oh really? Oh yeah. my gosh! Now I really need to listen. That that I was love- a good one. I really enjoyed her her episode with Andy. But just like she just takes over everything, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like a couple. No, and get this: a few months ago, I, as you know, I'm a sports guy too. I can do both. <laughs> You're like I can be both. I contain multitudes. <laughs> and I turn on ESPN Radio, and guess who's giving me her sports opinions? Oh yeah, that's what she does. That's her. That's her full time job, I think. Yeah, all the like. I can't avoid her. <laughs> You're like, get out of here. I don't want your sports opinions, Rachel. I forgot that she was on on ESPN. I wonder how she landed that gig. By being Rachel? <laughs> I See, the thing is, is that when she was on Nick's season, I adored Rachel. I thought she was so beautiful, so wonderful, so smart, like, just great. I really liked her, and I wanted her and Nick to make it. And then when she was became the Bachelorette, I didn't like her. <laughs> I remember trying <laughs> to hold on to liking her as much as I once did, and I just couldn't. And then when she, man, when she did what she did to my beloved Peter, I'll never forgive her. That was the final straw. 
that was the final freaking straw. I was like, Rachel, girl, all he's saying is that he's probably going to marry you, but wants to just date you a little bit longer. And she was like, no, you got to put a ring on it now. Look, all he did, all he did was like her a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter loved her though. He did not just like no, her. No, you know, you know what I did there. I know. I see what you did. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I was like, don't. I was like, don't accuse Peter of doing that. <laughs> I cannot believe that though. We're, like, I'm gonna jump ahead for just a minute. But who says that? Who <laughs> says I like you a lot? <laughs> I can't even. No, it was I, I like you a lot, a lot, and then a wing. Yeah, the wink. I forgot about the wink. <laughs> I can't. When, when when Nikki was on Nick's podcast, Nick said that he should she should have turned and made a fake vomit face oh, at her, at his wink. That wink though, and it was like not even a good wink. It was like his eye got stuck in the morning <laughs> when he's like waking up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, Rachel. Yeah, she just. I feel like Rachel is one of those people who's. Opinions are set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I could see that. And there is a, and you don't really, it's hard to be in a media business without having strong opinions that are set. Right. It's a very media thing, and that's why I think that she really works in sports media and in bachelor media. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's, 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 that's a po- She knows what she's saying. She knows what she's saying as her truth. Yes. And it takes a lot to have that truth changed, which creates for good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you. I Yeah, it's just hard because I really did like Rachel then. But then when I was watching this back, I didn't really like her watching the season or the season recap, you know, the greatest ever. Um, and I was like, wow, that's so interesting how a person can change your opinion of them and then when you look back it colors that opinion like it's just i don't know because yeah and it's not like they were trying to make her look bad even it was just because they rachel is one of the uh i mean is is the voice of color i mean granted we're getting possible we're getting at least one more possibly a second if the rumors are true which Mm -hmm. i think they are but they obviously weren't going to pick scenes that made Rachel look bad. It was just Rachel being Rachel, and it was just an evolved opinion of her. Because yeah. of, you've, you saw more of her on her season, so it started to color your opinion of what you saw on next season. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like I said, I loved Rachel. I thought that she was so wonderful and lovely. I really did. And I liked how – I did like how she was opinionated. But I just, she just seemed like a nicer person. Yeah. And so then – yeah, on her season, I liked her. I liked her, and then I was like, "Ooh, I don't know." There's there's glimpses of something I didn't really, I don't know. And then by the end of it, I was like, "How dare you treat Peter like this?" <laughs> that was, <it. laughs> that was the final that. straw. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about Vanessa. I mean, that's sorry, I, I skipped a person. Sorry, I'm, I missed it. Let's talk about Raven. Okay. I I liked Raven. Raven was very sweet, very nice, and I I really mm-hmm. think that her and Nick would have ended up really well together. Raven was really great, and I love how her claim to fame was that she had never had an orgasm. So <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, okay, Raven, just putting that out there. All right. 
Um, but she, what's interesting is that her and your girl Rachel used to be like BFFs. Like Raven gave advice to Rachel. She appeared on her season. They were like best friends. And then something happened and they're not friends anymore. Yeah, I remember hearing that somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it was, but it was like something how they just, they don't like each other anymore. Yeah, whatever happened, I remember Rachel said that Raven knows. Which is like, super wow. vague and super Rachel. Yeah. To stir up drama, but not give any... Weird. To stir up drama, not give any information. It's the same thing she did with Colton. Oh, gosh, yeah. What was well, that about? Well, she was like, he knows what he did. I'm just like, bro, like, either tell us what happened or don't bring it up. Like, it's not mm-hmm. it's not any of our business, but if you're going to tell us that something went down between you two, then freaking tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah. Don't pretend... I think that, um, yeah, it just was... It, it's sad, though, that Rachel and Raven are not friends anymore because they were really close on the show. Yeah. And they were really close. Like, he, he did appear... Or she did appear on um, Rachel's season. You know, um, Raven ended up falling in love with Adam, who was on Rachel's season. And Adam had really, really cared about Rachel before she let him go. And so it was sweet because it was like, oh, wow, he fell in love with one of her best friends. Yeah. You know, and then I don't. Yeah, I I honestly don't know what happened. But I really, yeah, there was there was something about Raven that I really liked in just terms of she just seemed so sweet and so genuine and like i think that i i think i must have got her confused with someone else because well no because it was someone when i I saw that she was on the season just like i remember her i don't think she's that pretty and then i saw and then i saw raven come out of the car just like oh i must have got her confused with someone else because she is really pretty so i don't know what happened but i got her confused with somebody yeah, I mean, Tia's her best friend, and I feel like her and Tia do resemble each other, and they sound just alike. <laughs> <laughs> and so. who, who is Tia on, who's Tia's, who's on, who's... Tia was on uh, Colton season, because remember, uh, Tia and Colton had dated before the season, and then it was that whole drama. That's right, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they they both ended up on the island and they tried it and then it didn't work out because he was like, oh, I gotta go. And then he ended up being a bachelor. Wait. No, he's on, Ar- she was, she was on Ari's season. Right? Wait, what's he? Hang on. Hang on. Let me think back. Because there was a drama, there was drama with him and Tia. No, she was on his. Wait, I don't know. It's Tia, Tia it's Tia Booth, right? Yeah. Tia, okay, Tia was on Ari's season. Yeah. And then they were both on... They were both in Paradise. And didn't Why she... Didn't... I, they were together on Paradise, <laughs> and then he ended it to be The Bachelor. Right. But why do I feel like it was something... Oh, and Tia... Didn't Tia come on his season? I don't remember. Probably they they seem seem to have random people. There was some. Why do, did I am, did I have a dream that <laughs> I don't know? I'm like, why is Tia in this part of like in my brain? Tia is on his season, but I don't know. Tia was on Ari season. Okay, Tia was on Ari season. 
then they were on the island no i don't know (laughs) my brain is literally just farting out right now (laughs) well either way (laughs) either way tea is not relevant that much (laughs) no (laughs) to what we're talking about (laughs) but she's best friends with raven and she sounds just like raven and she kind of looks like her so done all right. I don't know what the heck just happened. <laughs> maybe, maybe I got her confused with Ashley. Ashley I. Raven? Yeah. Mm, I feel like they don't look that much alike. Well, I'm not saying they, I'm not saying they look alike. That ha- this happens to me all the time. Where I confuse people that don't necessarily look alike. Like, for a long time, I got George Soros and Better O'Rourke confused for no reason. <laughs> And I don't really know what happened there, but like that is the most messed up. Not even what I'm, I'm telling you, that doesn't make sense. But somehow, in my mind, I get them confused. That is hilarious. And now you being confused about that and that making no sense somehow makes what you were trying to tell me make sense. So, okay. so I don't know, but maybe oh, because Raven God. and Adam are married, and uh, Ashley and Jared are married, and it's like part of that, like bachelor paradise couple situation mm-hmm. i got them confused i don't know but that's whatever the case is i liked her and i'm sad that they didn't end up together right right yeah so but um yeah i really did like raven she was wonderful she was very sweet and i like her accent oh yes yes yeah because she was yeah she's from arkansas yeah it was mm-hmm. it was a very classic southern bell yeah accent yeah yes. definitely so who's next? And then we have our winner, Vanessa. Okay, what did you think about Vanessa? She seemed, I mean, she's, I didn't really see a problem with her. She seemed great. You're like, she seems cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they really, it's hard. Like, with some of these seasons, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But because I listen to Nick's podcast so often, Vanessa's name has been brought up before. Gotcha. So I yeah. knew who I knew who he picked and who he sent home. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he sent. Like I knew Rachel was on a season, and, and I knew Corinne and Christina were on a season. And I know he picked and ended up breaking up with Vanessa. Like th- these are just names that I I recognize. So I'm just like, okay, she. I mean, they obviously gave her a good edit. And then from what Nick says, they they do that a lot with the with the uh, leads choice. Mm-hmm. They give yeah. them a favorable edit, which I get it because you don't want somebody that your lead ends up with to look bad on their show. Right. Not at all. Um, yeah. So, Vanessa, I remember, I, I do distinctly remember her throwing up in that zero gravity thing. Um, <laughs> I do. I remember that. I remember, for some reason, I just remember thinking that whole season that Vanessa was cool, but she wasn't the right one for Nick. Even though I didn't like Nick originally, I didn't feel like she was the right one for him. Do you think, I don't know why. Do you think Raven was, or do you think that there was really no one on that season who really was for him? I mean, at the time, at the time, I had really, like I said, I really liked Rachel for him. Yeah, yes, that's right. That's, you, you said that, yeah. Yeah, I had really liked Rachel for him. So in my brain, I think I was thinking Rachel or Raven. Um, cause Vanessa just, she seemed really, she seemed really great, but 
but it just didn't seem to click for me as a viewer. Like I didn't necessarily believe it wholeheartedly. I believed that he was really into Raven. I believed that he was really into Rachel, but with Vanessa, I felt like it was a bit more work. Um, and yeah, but uh, all that being said though, I think that, um, him picking Vanessa makes sense within his type of girl that he proposes to (laughs) (laughs) because we've seen him propose three times or two and a half because do you really count Caitlin's proposal? She kind of cut him off. Um, but oh, you know what? He didn't even get to propose to Andy, so never mind. No, Andy didn't even let him propose. So one time, one time, one and a half. I could one and a half, one and a half times. <laughs> um, but yeah. So if you compare Vanessa to his other type of girl, he does really like strong-willed, independent women that know their own minds. Um, and apparently, he has a really um, he has a reputation for making these women feel like women. I remember Andy saying this about him. I remember Caitlin saying that about him. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it is that he's doing, but everybody's like, he makes me feel like a woman. (laughs) (laughs) So. And do you think that, looking back a little bit, do you think that Andy or Caitlin were better for him than anybody on his season do you think that they were better matches honestly yeah i honestly think and i didn't like him on andy's season barely liked him on caitlin's season but i honestly looking back i think that andy was probably the best fit i like i think that i think that she i think there was real feelings there um i think that yeah, I, I think that she was the best fit. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that was the one he did not get to propose to. Right, right. And, I mean, and it didn't work out with her and Josh later on. I think I heard that her and Nick had met up and had, like, lunch or something. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to think about that, though, later on, because they're both single. So like, what if they what if they found their way back to each other? And they're both but in they're both in LA now. Oh, that's true. That is very true. Uh, yeah, I just really like Andy. I think Andy might be. She's definitely one of my top favorite bachelorettes. But yeah, I think that it goes. Him picking Vanessa though does go along with his trend of like his girl type. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, okay, jumping a little bit ahead to Juan Pablo's season, though. Did you see who he also dated from Juan Pablo's season? Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, oh, what was her name? Shireen? Oh, uh, uh, Shailene. 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 It's Shailene? I Uh, thought it was... Wait, Charlene. Charlene, yes, 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 Charlene. Well, he he tried. <laughs> I was like, we just felt our way there. We got it. We got it. We just he tried to, to date Charlene. Yeah, I thought, but then her husband said that he broke. They broke up, and then I don't. I was confused by the way he told that story. Because <laughs> then it, he said something like he was joking, but he sounded like they dated, but or like he was hitting her while he was with her. I don't know. Anyway, though, she. 
is she too is she fits the bill for Nick's type. Yeah. Agreed. So when he met when he said that too, I was like, that makes sense. She's smart, you know, she knows her own mind, she is successful, um, independent, strong willed. Yeah. So he's that's what he goes for. For sure. Yeah, and then when you look at yeah, I definitely don't think that he he's obviously like definitely by the time he got to his season it was very clear I think that the whole time is that his intentions were never to be famous. I don't think. For I, Nick? Yes, I do look at Nick and think that his intentions were I just freaking want to find somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, think I think that's that, the, I think yeah. that's the most credit that we can give Nick mm-hmm. is that he he's not he wasn't in it for the social media influence, and he didn't even do Bachelor stuff on his podcast for a while. It wasn't until people begged him to be like, "Please talk about the Bachelor more." Really? Because so he was kind of doing his just his own thing. He did interviews with mostly non-Bachelor people, and then he did his Ask Nick episodes. Mm-hmm. And it was like he had been doing his podcast for a year before he started breaking down. Like he had bachelor people on, but that's because he, mm-hmm. that was famous people that he had contact with. And then it wasn't until like a year in before he started doing bachelor breakdowns each week. Yeah. And he says it's, it's kind of just like, it's kind of what he does, but it's not, it's not the favorite part of his podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I definitely think that I'm going to, I'm, going to check out his podcast well, like you, I can, said, you can start with his recap helped me to just be like okay it was a good selling point you can start with his episode with victoria f because i'm gonna be checking that out probably tomorrow okay yeah yeah i'll definitely start somewhere and 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 get that but um but yeah i i think i agree uh and social media definitely wasn't as huge as it was when or as it is now yeah when he was on andy c so there was a bit more. I mean, everybody was talking about it, though. Everybody was talking about Nick and Andy, though, when that happened. Because do you know the drama that happened after she broke up with him? Didn't he get, like, really weird about it and start bashing her? Yeah, he told on the, after the final rose, that he told that they had had sex in the fantasy suite. And, like, Andy said on this episode beforehand or on the Juan Pablo episode um, when she kind of alluded to the fact that back then no one really talked about what happened in the fantasy suite. It was like what what happens in the fantasy suite stays in the fantasy suite, you know? Yeah. And then Nick said it and it was kind of like, it was kind of like he made her feel bad for making that decision to be with him and then choosing someone else. And so, which I was, I don't agree with what he did, but I do understand why he felt hurt. I understand. Yes, I definitely understand why he felt hurt. But it was it was like you know that old saying like I don't kiss and tell. It was kind of like yeah. that. Where yeah. It was like, boom, like he put it out there, and then she was kind of left with that kind of that stigma for a bit. I mean, granted, Caitlyn got it worse, but isn't it interesting that it happened with the same guy? Caitlin got flack for what happened with him. He kind of outed Andy with what happened with him. Yeah. I'm just saying. There's a reason I didn't like him. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not saying that it's not deserved. Mm-hmm. 
yeah so um but that was that was like the main thing that ugh, like that but that drama everybody on entertainment shows were talking about nick vile everybody's talking about do you agree with what he did like is he a bad guy you know and he had shown the whole season that he was just oh gosh but then after being on another season and then after being on the island and then having his season of the bachelor now i'm just like man just just don't do it again yeah this is yeah it was it was definitely a he definitely had his struggles on the season, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I think that it's unfortunate that it didn't work out with Vanessa. Like I said, I kind of saw it coming, though. I remember following them on Instagram, and they seemed happy. But when I heard they broke up, I was not surprised. Yeah. It just and wasn't. he, apparently he got in, him and her really got into it on his Patreon. Really? Oh, she was on? He did a full breakdown each episode with a girl from his season. Really? Yeah, he had, uh, he had everyone, he had Angela and Christina and Rachel and Raven and Vanessa. And I think, I think one of the episodes, I think the final episode, he had Jen on from Paradise. Interesting. I'm really going to have to listen to his podcast. Yeah, that's on his Patreon. Okay. So I think it's like five bucks. I think it's like five bucks. A <laughs> m- it's like five bucks a month. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's probably one of those things where you can, you know, pay the five bucks, listen to it all in a month, and then just not resubscribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But interesting. So you heard they got into it? No, not, no, not, they didn't like fight. I mean, like they, they really dug deep into what happened. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, did they like, like you know, did they argue again? <laughs> no, it's, it seems it seems like it went. It, he said it went as bad as well as, as it could have gone. Mm-hmm. But I think they yeah. really got into what happened in their relationship in terms of the problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I don't think I'll ever listen to it, but it sounded like it was a good, a good listen. Yeah, yeah. All in all, now I kind of. I kind of dig him a little bit, a little bit. But progress. Not all the way. I'll give him a little bit of like. There's a little wiggle room now. Yes, progress. Yes, slightly. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe in like three to five years, I'll be like, he's alright. <laughs> <laughs> and in fifteen years, I'll be like, he's fine. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, do we want to do Bachelor Nation news, or do we want to do? Uh, Ooh, Claire, let's or do, do some Bachelor Nation news. All right, let's, let's do that before we jump into one pop. Let's break yeah, that down. First. I like it. So Victoria F had announced on the aforementioned Vile Files that her and Chris Souls are no longer together. Wah wah! So sad. Didn't see that coming. I thought they were going to be together forever. <laughs> Stop it, Ernie. It was it was <laughs> weird. It was a weird relationship. I didn't see it coming. I don't really know how it happened, and mm-hmm. just it went away. As awkwardly and confusingly as it came. Just like, poof, it's over. Yeah, that's what it is. Man, I just still... I Chris Souls, I don't even see him anymore. Like, I follow him on, on Instagram. I feel like he never posts his face. I don't know. Like, maybe I saw a picture of some corn in a tractor. Maybe I'm making that up because he's from Iowa. I don't know. <laughs> just assume it's corn. Right. 
<laughs> I know much about him anymore. And he was a favorite for so long. So it's kind of sad. Yeah, I think he just, you know, he it didn't work out. and He didn't really have any desire to stay around. So he just went back to his life and they didn't really need him anymore. So they moved on too. I mean, but things got weird though when that accident happened. I mean, I'm not one of those people just keep bringing something up, <laughs> but things got real weird when that happened. And maybe that's why they distanced themselves. Uh-huh. So. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's a weird relationship and whatever. Uh Garrett Be- Becca officially announced on her podcast that her and Garrett are Garrett split up. Oh, so she did talk about it. Okay. It was it was she... seven or eight minutes. She did it completely on her own. Okay. So this was not a Rachel and Becca segment. This was a se- Becca-only segment. Mm-hmm. It's weird that she felt the need to do that. I think because Garrett did something as well. Oh, he did? Does on... he have a podcast? No, he, no I think he, he just did something on his Instagram. Oh, I gotcha. So I think she wanted to... I mean, because there have been... Rumors have been swirling for... A while. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was like, we kind of all knew, so once they officially announced it, it was like, nah, old news. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't as big of a deal once it actually came out. Right, right. So, how's she doing, though? What did she say? She just said that it's been really hard, and, you know, that people are what they are, and basically what she said was the things that have happened... The, I think it just came down to the reason we thought they broke up was the reason they broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there you go. And it's, a, it's the same things that were linked to the reason Colton and Cassie broke up. Wait, really? Because this, I mean, as we know, Colton, Colton and Garrett are friends. Uh-huh. And I think Colton, Colton has some, country boy conservative views oh because he like he he i mean he he grew up in a smaller town and he played Mm -hmm. he played small town college football and actually he played at illinois state oh okay so i think it was just a comedy i that's what that's the rumors i've heard that that was part of their falling out Gotcha. See, I stopped paying attention to Colton and Cassie like as soon as they, as soon as Cassie was on uh, the goat, one of the goat episodes. Um, then I was over it. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's going to write a new chapter in his book about it, about their breakup. Wait, he's writing a book? Oh, he wrote a book. When? <laughs> a while back. I was. I have no, I, this is how much I care about Colton. <laughs> Like you get your name, you're hearing the surprise. I'm hearing it. All right, let me let me pull up his Instagram really quick, and I'll tell you the name of his book, and it's not going to surprise you whatsoever. Like I legit have no clue. I'm when I tell you, I stopped to him, literally deleted him from my brain as soon as Cassie was done with her weird interview on one of these goat episodes when she wasn't even. It wasn't even really connected to anything. I don't even remember who was that. Caitlin's season that I they think it might have been. randomly brought her on. I don't even know. It was so weird, but I stopped paying attention to them right after that. Yeah, 
His book is titled The First Time Finding Myself and Looking for Love on Reality TV. Shut up. The first time. That's what his name of the book is. Shut up. Nope. I can't. I can't with him. I can't. So that's his book, and apparently he's writing an updated version with a new chapter about their their relationship and breakup. Why? I don't even care. Because he because he has to keep himself in the limelight. <gasps> I just I'm so over. That's him. why. That's why. Before, I didn't even like him then. I didn't even like him when he was a bachelor. That's why before he was a bachelor and before he was on Paradise and before he was a bachelorette, he dated mm-hmm. a Olympic gold medalist. Right, Ali Raisman. Yes. So this yeah. there is a long history of Colton wanting to be more than just Colton. Oh my goodness. So far over him. But I did forget that Becca picked Garrett over Colton. Not like they weren't final two. But I mean but... yeah I mean it was just like it was just like everything else. She picked she picked Garrett over a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's interesting, though. Um, I had not heard that about Colton Cassie, though. Interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's unsubstantiated rumors, but mm-hmm. you know. Also, what, Colton's Colton's phone number is on his on his Instagram. That's his stupid community thing. Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not anything. Uh, never mind then. Yeah, it's not. Because <laughs> I totally didn't sign up for it, and he never. <laughs> Got back to me at any point and just tried to sell me his book over and over and over again. So uh, I quit. There's I only so many times I... that you could you could be try- tempted to sold a, to buy a book mm-hmm. that you don't want to buy before you just get tired of being a part of something. Goodness, just freaking Colton. Yeah, but... get over it. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, I think there was one more. Did, oh, Nikki and Claire. Nikki said on once again Vile Files podcast that she would she could never be friends with Claire. She'll she'll never be friends with I Claire. I really need to listen to this Vile Files. You're really plugging that. This, this was a good week for him. He had a good week for sure. The Nikki, the uh, the Nikki interview and the interview that I haven't listened to with Victoria both seem to have some juicy bachelor. This was a bachelor heavy week for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this week was, was, it had to have been really good. Yeah, and especially having a successful podcast like that. I mean, okay. Yeah. I was I was really looking forward to highlighting his season. I feel like it, his season out of the Bachelors that we had looked at, I was like, okay, I can revisit next season. It was a good one. Yeah. And But basically she said that they were never really friends and Claire was always weird around her. And if she... Nikki said that if she's not going to be friends with someone, then she's not going to pretend that they're friends. And she just didn't really want to be friends. Interesting. Man. And then Claire was really weird about it. Wow. I mean, Claire, to be fair, is really weird. Yes. (laughs) So. But that was basically, that's basically what it was. And it was made to be a thing, but it was basically Mm -hmm. like, no, we were never friends, so we're not going to be friends now. Gotcha. And, yeah, I, and she seemed she she yeah. seemed to have no desire to bury anything. She's like, no, no, we're just not friends. It is what it is. She just doesn't care. No, also, she just doesn't she care. It's been this long. I don't care. Yeah. Why would she? Hmm. But yeah. Well. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, why would she care at this point? The right. season's long over. They're probably trying to make her become friends with her because Claire's the new bachelorette, and she's like, whatever, don't care. <laughs> 
and th- and like this was a recently released podcast, so it wasn't like they did this months ago, and they're trying to beef clear up. But she's like, I just don't care. Like, I I'm married, and I'm a nurse, and I just live my life. Yeah, that's the vibe I got from her. Well, okay, wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. All right, yes, yes. Let's, let's just let's transition into. Let's use this Nikki Claire story to transition into Juan Pablo. Yes. Oh my gosh, Juan Pablo. Oh my gosh. Like, he... I was just excited about Nick's season, but I was really excited about Juan Pablo's season because his season was right before Andy's. Like I said, Andy's was the reason I came back. Really, I, could, I guess I could credit Juan Pablo with it because he's the reason I knew Andy. And I just needed to see, I had not watched any of his season. I had just seen the after the final rose. And that moment he sat on the stage and refused to say he loved Nikki. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so she also, she talked about that as well. Okay, okay. Basically what she said was she was, he was actively fighting with producers. Yes. And he did not want to give them the satisfaction of giving them anything. I okay. It was the same reason he said in his final rose thing that he had a ring and wasn't going to use it. Because mm-hmm. at that point he was active. He was at that point in an active fight with the producers, and did not want to do anything they asked him to do, and did not want to participate anymore at all. Yeah, I think okay. So I do have my thoughts about this, and I'll I'll hang on to him until we get to the to the end, but. First of all, initial reaction to Juan Pablo in in his opening and his like his uh, his opening package. Like, what did you what did you think of him? I can see why America loved him on whose season was he on? Oh, he, I don't think he was on a season. I thought he was. I don't think so. Like, I thought they just picked him. I thought it was like back in the day when they used to just pick one yeah, of the he, guys. He was eliminated from Desiree's season. He was? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. I thought he was just like a... See, see, before Juan Pablo, I had not paid attention to this franchise at all. He was eliminated... Uh, he was eliminated in week six. Okay. And he was like sixth place. Wow. Okay. And there is not no a idea. soul on this list whose name brings back anything. And I've barely recognized the name Desiree. Mm-hmm. So it really seems like this was a, uh, a rough one. Desiree. I, I know who she is. Uh, she's the one who's like really nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing. She's really nice. You're like, Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> like does not help at all. Um, but I remember thinking Desiree is really nice. Um, but I don't remember anybody from her season. Was Jason from her season? No, Jason Mesnick. Jason Mesnick? Uh-huh. He was on Deanna's Deanna season. Oh, okay, okay. He was on Deanna's. Gotcha. I, for some reason, I get I get Desiree and Deanna confused. So there you have it. There's my confusion. There's your confusion, Deanna and Desiree. So, okay, so you understand why people liked him then. He He was a... Handsome, uh, soccer player, single dad who loved his daughter, mm-hmm. with a cute accent. Yeah, he he was 
a dollar store version of David Beckham. Ooh, that is a good one. He's a, he's a dollar sure. store David Beckham. For sure. Can Coin we name it, this episode da- uh, Nick Vile and Dollar Store David Beckham? Yes, absolutely. Done. I'm running. Hold on. You can talk for a second. I'm going to write it on my phone so I don't forget it. <laughs> You're like, I need to make this note for myself. <laughs> this, is, this was the best title I've come up with in months. <laughs> but I do think that Juan Pablo, like when I was watching it from the beginning, I was like, okay, Juan Pablo, he's kind of full of himself. When he, especially when he says that he speaks the language of love, <laughs> I was like, get over yourself. You don't speak, you don't speak French, bro. That's, that's the language of love. Oh you can pretend gosh. your Spanish is, but it's not. I cannot with him. But so when he said that, I was like, ooh, okay. But, um, but when he started out, it wasn't terrible. No, it, tried, it wasn't a bad beginning. Objective. Yeah, and, and that's I, what I was telling you. Be- objective. I tried to not remember what I knew, so that I could go into it and say like, "Oh, he's not that bad," and so he didn't seem that bad at first. He just seemed a little cocky, you know. But whatever. Um, he just, uh, yeah. I I just don't know. He seemed a little nervous, you know. He seemed excited, um, but. Yeah, he seemed he seemed normal, not a terrible douchebag. And like, I think people when they saw handsome, slightly older guy, single father, I think they, mm-hmm. I think even long term fans had a Jason Mesnick expectation. Mm, where yeah. he was, where he was yeah. going to be extremely focused, ready, and wanting to find ready to do whatever it took to find the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just didn't, there was so, there's a lot of expectations put on Juan Pablo, not only by the intro package, but probably by Bachelor Nation as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because this season came out in 2014. And what was, uh, you know, what was Jason Mesnick? 2010, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So this was only it was, it was only yeah. four years before him. Mm-hmm. So the Jason Mesnick effect was probably pretty real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it. Yeah. Nobody had really, you know, we hadn't really experienced a bachelor like Juan Pablo. Yeah. Someone who was just like really carefree, and someone who was just like, "It is what it is. It's okay. It's okay." <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think Juan Pablo was just kind of, he just kind of breezed in there, and you thought it was going to be, he was going to stick to the script of the way it usually goes, and he did not. Yeah. He wasn't even, like, this thing. I just remember the, the marketing. I remember the marketing being Juanuary. <laughs> and I remember being like, that's so dumb. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not watching Because even his Wikipedia so- said... His Wikipedia said there was four Sunday special episodes during the month of January. <laughs> and January 5th was Countdown to Juan Pablo and January 12th was behind the seasons the behind the scenes of this season. I oh my gosh. They were really amping it up. They really wanted that season to work. And like it's not like I wonder if this was the beginning of the because there was so much more available on mm-hmm. TV their ratings had started to drop and they thought it was hype related. Yeah. 
because before yeah before like they really did the ratings had dropped and it wasn't it you know people weren't really watching and i will say though like you know like i said before he i could credit him for the reason i came back to bachelor nation because he gave us Andy because he was such a tool that Andy was like, bye, I got to get out of here. And he, they tried to, Nikki said this as well. They didn't air this, but she went to Claire and Nikki and told them what happened and yeah. told them how he was in the fantasy tweet suite and basically in an attempt to get them to leave as well. And neither of them did. Whoa, really? That's what, And I think that's what happened with like, Part of what happened with Claire. Uh-huh. I think that so, Andy I think Andy got to Claire. It just took some time. Yeah. And that makes that puts things a little bit more into context too. That does. Interesting. <laughs> she said before Andy left, Andy came to them and they recorded the interview but they never aired it. Like the discussion, but they never aired it. I wonder why they didn't air it. Maybe because they thought it was just gonna completely blow everything out of the water. Yeah, because at Can that point, at that point, the world had left. already, at that point, everyone had already turned on Juan Pablo. This would have mm-hmm. put the final nail in the coffin if they also realized that not only was he uh, childish and selfish, but he was also a narcissistic jerk. Wow. The way that it changed, though, because at the beginning, he seemed okay. He was still talking about his daughter, you know, talking about how he wanted to find love. Yes, he was a little weird, and yes, he was, like, very, you know, every time a girl had something to say, and I don't know if you noticed this, but every time somebody had something to say, he would, like, kiss them. Yeah. Like, they'd be talking, and then he'd be like, oh, it's okay. And then he'd, like, just kiss them. And I was like, wait, but she was talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, oh my gosh. But, so I I really liked, what were some of the girls that stood out to you? Uh, the first thing, I was looking through, as, I don't know if you all know this, but each week when we do this, I pull up that season's Wikipedia page, and then that's how I keep track of the girls that meant something to me, because I recognize <laughs> their names from the episode. <laughs> and the, the lowest name that I recognize is Charlene. I can't believe I didn't know... Charlene before I don't remember hearing about her I don't remember seeing her afterwards like I don't know how soon after this season she got married but I really liked her yeah she I mean she seemed pretty she was very pretty she was very sweet and I think she just realized that as much as her and Juan Pablo had a physical connection there wasn't Mm -hmm. anything else and she even said to herself, "That's so much. She wants so much more than that." Mm-hmm. And I think she realized, "Well, okay, I'm not getting it from this guy." Yeah, because she said that she'd make jokes and they wouldn't really land, or you know, um, she wanted that cerebral connection. And I, I think that is like, that's so great that she realized that, and that's so great that she made that decision and I totally understood her when she was like I'm just tired of making choices because I feel like when she said that it was like it was such a good thing as a single girl to hear a single girl well then on TV say that because you do like you get to a point where you're like oh you know sometimes it's like I want to make a choice you know and then stick but instead of just being like nope not you not you (laughs) so but it does take a lot of um I think it does take a guts to, like, if you find somebody that, like, 
you know, it's all perfect. You could easily just say almost, it's almost perfect. So I'll just stick with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so she decided not to. And the thing is, is I did enjoy seeing his emotional reaction to her leaving. Cause you really, you could tell he cared. I think that was the only time we saw him get emotional was when mm-hmm. she chose to leave. Isn't that interesting? Like, Everybody else, it was like, that's cool. That's fine. And it seems like like, she was... I mean, I don't think he would ever say this. But, like, was he... Was she the frontrunner, the favorite, before she quit? I think she might have been. Because he was act... He acted the way that, uh... Who am I thinking of? Oh, shoot, shoot. Allie did when... Frank left. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> yeah. I definitely... Like, that was... A, it, was a, it was a similar reaction, not in its intensity, but for mm-hmm. what it meant to Juan Pablo be, being someone who never showed emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, the fact that he cried when she left, and he told her that he was glad that she told him, you know, he commended her for honesty, and he was genuinely moved by her. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Like, and the re- the fact that the rest of the girls thought that he didn't seem to care about them. But, like, with her, he really did care. Yeah. And maybe that's because, well, he was, after that point, the person he really wanted was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So, um, yeah, but I was surprised I didn't know who she was. Yeah. She was, she seems like someone who, when she was done, she was done. Yeah. Like yeah, she definitely I'm glad had that a she found happiness though, and she yeah. she also doesn't seem like somebody who would just flippantly marry someone. She you know she found a smart guy. Yeah. Who apparently, yeah. bro, she who apparently is now dating Nick. Right, right. Her I husband thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's like she broke he broke up with Charlene, and now he's dating me. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, but yeah, so I really I really did like her though, um, and. What other girls were around? Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. Well, I think that's part of, like, the reason they had to talk about this season was because of Claire. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think they would have maybe done... They, I think they may have done this if they were doing more seasons. And it wasn't yeah. Claire as the Bachelorette. Yeah, because... Uh, gosh, I don't know. Like, Claire, they're really hyping her up, for yeah. sure. Do you want to talk about her first or Andy first? Let's let's talk about Andy. I loved Andy. Yeah. Andy Which, Jordan will forever and always be one of my very, very favorites. I love her. She seemed really great. She was super pretty. And she just seemed like once she... I just... <laughs> I was telling you this uh, before we got started. But mm-hmm. I was watching... There, I was watching the goat episode yesterday morning, and but after I got up, me and my wife were watching it in our bedroom, and then I had to pause it when he's <laughs> when they were talking about how Andy was telling Juan Pablo, she said, "You said I'm here by default," and he said, "No, I said you barely made it." <laughs> I, I paused the show, it. Ernie. I rewound that several times. I was dying. I'm just I was like, oh my gosh, he just told this girl he she barely made it. 
Like, what yeah. the crap? Who says that? He's like, no, I didn't say default because I don't have that word. It doesn't come off the tongue very well. <laughs> what I said was that you barely made it here. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, you can't be saying that to somebody. Right. I cannot. I can't believe that that happened. It was, uh, I felt, at that point, I'm just like, Andy, you just need to go. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly this man does I'm not so care about you. I'm so proud of her for making that call. I'm so proud of her for asking the right questions to, like she said, what's my religion? What are my political views? What are, you know, what are my views on, <laughs> on uh, social issues? And he couldn't tell her a thing. And then, he's like, then when, he, when he's like, what's my religion? Catholic. And then he's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And but just yeah, like those that. are the things that matter, and he knew nothing about her. Besides, honestly, besides the uh, the podium move by Hannah, that may be one of my favorite things I've ever seen on a Bachelor episode. Oh, wait, besides the what? Besides when what Hannah move? moved the podium around Luke. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That oh might have been God, my favorite I moment. I didn't say you were default. I said you barely made it. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. My that gosh. That was just like, I can't believe you just said that. What a terrible no, I person. I cannot, I cannot believe he said that though. And she's like, do you not understand why that's offensive? <laughs> He's like, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Oh my gosh, though. And like the fact that he's like, no, you're mistaken. You're... You're mistaking me. You think that I don't care. I do care. And then he like falls back on that. English is my second language. I'm like, Juan Pablo, everybody knows what you're saying or what you're not saying in English or Spanish. You're like, you don't care, bro. You don't care. Yeah. So that was he just. He wanted the hookup and then he was like, oh, well, I don't really care. Can't really tell you anything. And it's weird to me that he didn't know anything about his top three girls. No, he didn't know anything. Like, that's weird. Yeah. He didn't even freaking try. So I really do think that Char- Charlene... Is it Charlene? Is Charlene? Yeah. S- <laughs> Why am I forgetting her name already? It's S-H-A-R-L-E-E-N. Charlene. Okay. So I really do think that Charlene yeah. probably was the front runner. He actually cared about her. Once she was gone, he was like, okay, well, I'm just here. So might as well get laid. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Sad, but I guess. Yeah. Ugh, Juan Pablo. But yeah, so I loved I loved Andy in that moment, though. I thought that she was so great, and it's obvious why she became the Bachelorette right after that season. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so after Andy, though, then we have Claire. Claire was the runner-up, yeah, so... Uh, what were your thoughts about Claire? She is exactly what I expected Claire to be on her season. Mm-hmm. Pretty, nice, and when she gets tired of being pushed around enough, she grew a backbone. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't know why, but Claire just always gets on my nerves. <laughs> um, but he was super into her physically, um, always talking about how cute she is, always talking about how, like, he's like, oh, you know, I get, like, red just thinking about Claire, you know, and he was really into her, 
but apparently not in love with her. Because he wasn't in love with anyone, but Juan Pablo. No. But it, the fact that, like, when she said, and this is, like, another thing that made me think about Andy, too, is that, like, they both said that something crazy happened off camera. <laughs> like, I feel bad for Nikki having been with him and had a relationship with him off camera. Yeah. Well, because I can imagine where those cameras were off for just a short while and both women came back and were like, wait, what? <laughs> the, uh, now, did you watch Juan Pablo's season or did you just hear about it? No, I just heard about it because, like I said, the, I only watched the after the final rose. And yeah. then Andy was announced as the Bachelorette. And then I decided, well, I'll give this a shot. Okay, so this is what they're talking about, what happened with Juan Pablo and Claire. This was not something I was familiar with. I honestly, I heard it once again. Gosh, I just seem to talk about the honestly, some of these bachelor podcasts should pay me to talk about them because of how often (laughs) I talk about them. But Juliet Littman on her on her podcast before Peter season did a countdown of the most dramatic seasons ever. Mm -hmm. And when she talked about Juan Pablo's season, she talked about a situation between Juan Pablo and Claire where Juan Pablo and Claire had had a date. And then at 4 a.m., she came back to his room, mm-hmm. and they went out, and then she goes, do you want to go for a swim? Okay. And they went swimming, and uh, they did pre-fantasy, they did fantasy sweet things in that ocean. <gasps> oh, okay. I remember hearing about this. And then he basically said, I don't want people to know, I don't want my daughter to see that. Mm-hmm. So basically he, and then as I'm watching Wednesday, obviously it didn't come up because I don't want to make Claire look bad. But mm-hmm. like in my mind, I'm just like, did I, did I dream this? So no. I, so I Googled and I, and then I saw an article from during his season about what happened. Mm-hmm. And I, re, I was just like, okay, I'm not crazy. This actually did happen. Okay, because I remember, I remember hearing about that, and I completely forgot. And about basically, it. he slut shamed her for having sex with him in an ocean, in the ocean. Okay. Wow. Wow! 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 Yes. Okay. This is just bringing it all back now. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Um. Either way, though, he's such a jerk for for doing that but yeah the fact that she said when that helicopter landed and for those brief moments the cameras were off of them he chose to to, he just said I I don't know you (laughs) but I basically want to you know get with you yeah (laughs) um wow like I was like what what yeah, he and just, she's just she's just professing her love. She's talking about you know they they she wants to have his babies, and then that. Yeah, man, man. He the just, more we talk about this, the more I'm like Juan freaking Pablo. I, <laughs> and I get why. I mean, I understand why they liked him beforehand, and I understand mm-hmm. why he became the most hated bachelor ever afterwards. Man. But okay, I do have my thoughts on. Well, okay, we got one more girl to get through, and then I will tell you <laughs> what I think. Um, okay, so with Claire, though, 
ultimately, clearly didn't work out. She's the next bachelorette. Yes. Um, because she had this conversation with him again, um, told him that, you know, what she needs from him. And he is just basically like, I don't know if it's you. <laughs> Yeah, and she's really mad about it, but then decides that um, she decides to forgive him. Decides that she really does still love him, and that she just needs to hear him be more emotional. Yeah. Okay. He basically duped her into that, that rose ceremony, that final rose ceremony, and then was like, "But it's not you." Yeah. Basically. Which is so terrible because he told her that he could see them having babies. Like, he told her. He was like, if it's you, like, you know, I can totally see us having kids, like, right away. Yeah. I just, oh, man. I hate that for her, though. I do. No, I do. That's she, definitely, she definitely got definitely got a tough draw, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone in that season got a tough draw. Man, freaking Juan Pablo. Because if you if you look at if you look at Juan Pablo's season, the season before Juan Pablo was guess who the season before Juan Pablo was? Who? Sean Lowe. Oh, oh, whoa! And the season after Juan Pablo is Chris Souls. Yeah. So he wow. got he's sandwiched between some top notch good people. Mm-hmm. I mean before That's right. before Juan Pablo was what some people consider to be the best bachelor we've ever had. Yeah, a and lot the, of he's Bachelor Nation's golden boy. If he ever does something that is terrible, if we ever find out that he secretly killed someone and hid them in the trunk of a car for like ten years, everybody would freak out. And so, like, to go from Sean Lowe to Juan Pablo, because everyone in Juan Pablo's season is like, last year they have Sean Lowe. Who were they, mm-hmm. who, what great guy, what wholesome person are they going to find for me? Well, how about a douchey, sex-crazed, narcissistic soccer player who who blames his bad behavior and his poor attitude with women on, a, on not knowing English very well? Wow. Wow. That just, that I just. Very true. <laughs> which is. <laughs> like you're blowing my mind with this like analysis right now like, in real time. <laughs> it, it's, it's harsh and it's rough, but like, Man. like Andy and Nikki and Claire and Charlene didn't deserve what they got. No, no, they didn't. Because and I wh- think that, I think that when, um, I, I I just think that that is like fundamental. That changed the name of the game, really, for the show. Yeah. yeah. And so okay, so then we have we have Claire um, that obviously decided that she was not going to be a part of it yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. And so then we have by default. <laughs> she I barely guess. she well, barely made it because he chose her. She barely but made I, it. But I will say, when he, when Clara leaves and she tells him that, you know, she wouldn't want him to be the father of her children, yada, yada, yada. Um, but when she 
leaves and he's like glad i didn't pick her (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness when he said glad i didn't pick her i'm like oh wow 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 glad i didn't pick her and then raises the eyebrows oh gosh but so okay so then we have nikki okay so nikki thinks that she's like just gonna you know she's so in love with him so wrapped up in this whole fairy tale What's funny is she talked about this on the show where she knew she was she was the second person when mm-hmm. she got out of the car because wow. she she realized that it was sunset and then she joked and said losers don't get sent home on sunset because they're not gonna waste the sunset shot on the person he's sending home. Mm-hmm. So he knew she knew as soon as it was sunset that she was winning, and then she wow. and then she saw Claire's footsteps in the sand. Are you serious? Yeah, and then he, and then later on, she's like, "Seriously, producers, you couldn't, you couldn't sh- move the sand around to try to that is so try to throw funny. me off." What what like Sherlock Holmes moves was she pulling? But she... <laughs> I think that she was. That is. So I think funny. she was just so desperate to know what was happening that she was clinging to any indication that she was one or the uh-huh. other. So she was really looking at all of the clues from producers. Yeah. That's interesting. I, that, they literally named the episode "Losers Don't Get hit, Sent Home at Sunset." Like that's I, genius. That's, that's going to be my motto for life now. <laughs> I mean, it makes so much sense. They're losers not, don't get sent home at sunset. Like wow. Uh, during like we'll just go back to Sean. During Sean's season, mm-hmm. they're not going to give uh, JoJo the uh, the sunset shot. They're going to give it to Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. And I actually never realized that about the show. I did not realize that. I, I didn't realize it either, but it makes so much sense. It really does, because you want the scenic shot. Yeah, you, you want the shot of him going down on one knee, silhouetted mm-hmm. behind the sunset. Mm-hmm. I that mean, is they, so funny. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't get that with Nikki either, but they, <laughs> that was the goal. Also, I will say, Nick Vile season, they were in a room. <laughs> I you remember that. that. Like, there was like there was like in a a wide room that made me it gave the illusion of like a cabin. <laughs> because there was snow. Was because there was snow everywhere. Thought about it when I was watching it earlier this week, and I was like, "This isn't even scenic. <laughs> Just a room." <laughs> they gave him a room. <laughs> they might as well have done it in the HBC fellowship, the HBC youth room. Oh my gosh. Just the foyer. <laughs> right. Not even the sanctuary. It's the gym. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Nikki, uh, did you think that her and Juan Pablo were truly in love? I think that he, she really cared for him, and I think that he wasted a really incredible girl. Yes. She, yeah. She seemed like she seemed so much better than what I had anticipated. I don't know what I thought of her originally. Like I said, I hadn't watched the, that season um, when it was live, but because you saw the after the, the recap, I was like, she seems like a really great girl. Because you saw the AFR where mm-hmm. she had to sit next to and support Juan Pablo in mm-hmm. his awkward, visible fight with Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she didn't really like she didn't really have a choice. She was like, well, it's either the producers, I either have to side with the producers or my fiance or my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So she chose like, okay, well, I guess I'll just stay quiet and try to support him. Yeah. But if that's all you saw, then you'd think that they were like crazy and bad people together. Mm-hmm. Man, 
Oh, man. What a time. She seemed like a... Honestly, like, she seemed like the true what you want out of a Bachelor winner. Yeah, I would would definitely say so. And it's sad that it didn't work out. It's sad that it was wasted. Um, The look on her face when he's like, I have a ring in my pocket, but I'm not going to give it to you. Heartbroken. (laughs) That was... That was the hardest, worse than what happened with Andy, worse than what happened with Claire. That was the hardest part of the season for me. I will say she maintained her composure, though. Yeah. She maintained her composure. And then she basically Um, said, I love everything about you. And he said, I like you a lot. A lot. A lot. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Juan Pablo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, okay. So that happens. He tells her that he doesn't know that it's her but he wants to continue what they have together, but he just doesn't know. Um, I think that I do think that it was very interesting, Mm -hmm. but I think that, um, so I, I, here's where, here's where I get a little, I don't know about it because I don't think that you should force someone to say, I love you. I think that it's unrealistic to expect a proposal. And yes. because I know the format of the show, I know the the purpose of our podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I know what 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 we're talking about, but I think that it's unrealistic to force something like that. 100% agree. If in real life, and like you said, in real life, if you don't feel that for that person yet, but you have a good thing going with them, you continue to be with them until, and you say it when you feel it. Yeah. Well, from what Nikki said, he never said it. Right. And so with that, I'm like, well, I mean, but he wanted to continue to, to, to be with her. He wasn't ready to like, so he was like, I, I know that you're the one out of this group of girls that I would like to be with. Yeah, and try basically. to see, you know, what, what we can build. So for that, I couldn't fault him. And I hated, it was so annoying when Chris Harrison was just trying to, you know, like say like, oh, so you, I want to say you love her, but this is weird. You know, I'm like, Chris, come on. Come on. It kind of was weird though. It was very, it was very weird, but it's only weird in the reality and reality in quotation marks about the reality of the show. Agreed, yeah. That's what makes it weird. Yeah. Because in reality, in real life, it's not weird. Two uh-huh. people are going to date until they fall in love. And if they don't fall in love, they're going to break up. Yeah. But I think so. I think he... I think even Chris went in there expecting a fight. So then yeah, he, he had I to go... So he had to go in there and try to preserve his reputation and the integrity of the show... So he has to be like, okay, well, if he's not going to be cooperative, then I'm not going to be cooperative either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Just, I felt the person I felt the worst for in this entire ordeal was Nikki. Yes. Cause she, I did feel really bad for her. She just like, I mean, I'm doing it again. We're just like, I'm projecting on the girl that I thought was the nicest, but she just seems mm-hmm. so sweet. And obviously like. A pediatric nurse, you're not going to be a bad person if you're a pediatric nurse. Right. So there was... There, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, for the most part, they're... Mm-hmm. I mean, I did my... I spent my time with my fair share of pediatric nurses. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> so <laughs> I spent, I spent. So you're like, I'm a little biased. So I mean, it just, it just seems like it's. I think that she would have had a really good shot of ending up with her person forever mm-hmm. if she had gotten a better bachelor. Yeah, but like she's because married now. Things worked out for her. Yes, she did find someone, which I was surprised that we didn't get to meet him. <laughs> Yeah, meet everyone else's spouse. Yeah, even the random. I guess I I don't know. I think they were just other focused mm-hmm. on this episode, like we talked about they were before. So fo- they were so focused on hyping up Claire. Yes, even bringing in random other bachelorettes, right? To talk about what a difference Claire has made for them. I'm just like, bro, she, she did one thing. Right. She she did one thing, and they didn't even talk about it until like six years later. Yeah. If it was that big of a deal, they would have talked. To, they would have hyped her up in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely think so. And the pick itself came out of the love field. Yeah. I yeah I agree. I think that um, I don't know. I think that with Claire, it just we'll see. It could be the best season ever. It could be the best season ever. I think that there are some aspects of the season which will make it maybe not the best maybe not the most dramatic but the craziest mm-hmm. if the if all the rumors are true and then the non-rumor confirmed fact that we have jojo as the host for a while, for a couple weeks i'm excited about Wait. that Wait, oh, oh i saw something about this but i didn't i love how you're always like this episode is full of you breaking news to me <laughs> like i have been so focused in my own quarantine bubble of work so basically like now able to breathe a little bit more and you're telling me all of the news of the world basically (laughs) chris took his son to college which was planned the whole time he was never not Mm -hmm. but even at this point even paradise would have been done yeah so it was it was always on his schedule i'm taking my son to college and then he because it was mid-season, it was like, all right, well, I'm leaving. I guess I'll be back in two weeks. So then they scheduled to have JoJo in for a couple weeks. Yeah. And JoJo did the time JoJo did the time he was gone and his quarantine. I hope that that is true. That's exciting. Which, could you I'm imagine? I'm looking forward to the, the switch up. Could you imagine if JoJo was the host while everything, while everything hit the fan? Could you imagine yeah. Chris Harrison at co- at college unpacking a box, not being able to be a part of anything while his phone blows up by Mike Fleiss because Claire just quit? That oh my gosh! That would like make that. me so that would make me so happy if Chris couldn't even be there for that. I would lose my mind if I were him. Oh, I'd be if I was him. I'd be furious. I'd be like the the most exciting thing that's ever happened on this show, and uh-huh. I'm in College Station, Texas. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. I don't know. We'll see though. Yeah, yeah I wonder. I, I'm excited though. I did not know that JoJo yes. had, uh, that she was doing that. That's exciting. I love that. So for, I, I would guess like 15, 16 days of filming, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love that though. I am excited to see what is happening though. Like yes. what, how this changes. Um, I just, I love all of it. I and think that is so great. And um, there's been so many leaked photos. 
Mm-hmm. So this this I'm I'm very excited. Unfortunately, we do have a month to wait. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay because that will it'll give us some, like some time to reset. Yes, give us the time to, to cleanse, our, cleanse like, the palate. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> now, if you do have Hulu or Netflix or HBO Max, there are seasons available if you need a fix. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, because isn't Andy's season on there? I don't know. I know Jason Mesnick's season is on Netflix. There's a few seasons, including a couple Paradise seasons, on Hulu. And I think Nick said his his season is on HBO Max. Okay, which HBO Max needs to get it together because I have Roku TV and apparently I can't switch over to HBO Max right now because it's not available. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually a lot of their seasons ended up on Disney Plus. That would be very exciting. I think that's. I think that would be the eventual move where they would start pooling their resources, and Disney would start buying up those seasons and just have a bachelor nation section of disney plus like they do like marvel star wars national geographic <laughs> that would be so weird though like here's all your disney princesses here's all your bachelorettes <laughs> it goes disney princesses marvel universe right. bachelor nation and then national geographic <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that would be so great yes. but um but yeah so i think this is the most i have been excited about Claire's season because you told me that jojo is hosting <laughs> I'm most excited about because I get Tasha. That's what I'm most excited oh, about. Oh yeah, I'm so I'm so excited about that. But and I am there's I been, am looking forward to seeing what kind of drama unfolds with Claire, and how much of it they show. That'll be really mm-hmm. that'll, that'll be what's most yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but there's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot of hype around Claire. So hopefully, I've heard twelve days that she filmed, allegedly. <laughs> Um, hopefully it's good. Yes. Lauren Zima and Nick Vile were talking about how they hope that they spend a good, spend at least part of an episode breaking that fourth wall and like watching producers talk to Claire, having producers talk to each other, things Mm -hmm. like that. And then they get some of the inner workings of the decision-making of how they move forward. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like Nick's hoping that there's an, <laughs> there's part of an episode where the guys themselves investigate how Claire already fell in love with someone, and they like start <laughs> accusing each other of like they start accusing the guy of talking to her beforehand. Oh man, that's such a mess. How did you feel about the Bachelor or not Bachelor, the Graduate inspired ad? I didn't get it until someone explained it to me. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Like the Are they just talking about the fact that she's old? Mrs. Robinson? Like, I'm like, Claire's not old. Uh, that's gotta be, that's the only thing that makes sense that they're playing on the fact that she's old. Yeah. No, that's definitely what they're playing with. And I'm like, she's not old. It's like, Mrs. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't like it. I think I that they could have, what they should have done if I was the marketing person, I would have gone with a Sleeping Beauty thing. If I'm gonna mm-hmm. go worth, if I'm gonna go worth the wait, or the wait is over, yeah, I would have gone to Sleeping yeah. Beauty in terms of, you know, she's laying there, and then there's all, and you just see a silhouette of a bunch of guys lined up to kiss her. 
Okay. That's, I, could, yeah, uh, that's, I could see that. That's interesting. I think that's the direction I would have gone if they're going to go mm-hmm. uh, worth the wait or the wait is over type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that the Mrs. Robinson play was just, it was, I, like, I don't want to say offensive, but it was kind of offensive. <laughs> I, mean, it was a, I mean, it's just not, like, she's not old. She's it was at the very least, it was at the very like least She's like 85 cheap. years old, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> it was at the very least cheap. Like it was, it was very tongue in cheek, and like mm-hmm. obviously, you'd think they'd have to run that by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they did, but still, well, I'm, she probably I didn't, didn't like it. I, I would imagine her doing that unwillingly. <laughs> She's like, "What does this mean? I thought that this was going to be just a cute ad for socks." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh but that was another thing with all of the previous bachelorettes talking about how she's she's gonna be like she brings so much maturity to the game she knows what she wants she's gonna blah blah, blah. i'm like you can be 38 years old and still not know what you want yeah <laughs> so i don't know about that we'll see but it'll it'll be interesting in like a year's time to see the not only the lasting impact but the lasting implications of this season in mm-hmm. terms of yeah. where where she is at where her and her supposed man are and then how people view mm-hmm. this season yeah and i think that uh, i did think it was funny watching her little tour of her like quarantine yeah mansion i don't I was care like, what is this <laughs> i don't care i was just like what is this and how exciting is this going to be we're just going to go room to room yeah. Like, they can't travel, so it's just going to, I don't know. It's going to be like the Big Brother house or something. All right. Well, Gosh. Ernie, we have a month to continue to speculate. That we do. And, uh, yeah, guys, I don't know if we'll do anything leading up to her season. I don't know. It depends if anything happens worth talking about. Yeah, anything anything spicy or, like, breaking news, we'll give you. Yes. So uh, Watch our social media pages. Absolutely, because we'll if you're if you're not subscribed, which I don't know why you wouldn't be, but if you're not subscribed, we let you know when we drop an episode. But the best way to know is to rate, review, and subscribe. So then, as soon as I post an episode, pop immediately in your phone. Boom! There you go. There, there it is. Did you say whoop? There it is. I said, boom, there it is, I think. Oh, okay. I might have said, whoop, there it is. I, I'm not saying that <laughs> like, I did. was didn't. this, 1995? <laughs> <laughs> I was too, so I'm not sure if... It's really not really a reference for me. Oh, yikes, wow. I just know the song. I don't really know, like, I don't know anything about it. You were two? In 95? Yeah, I was born at the end of 93. That's freaking eight years old. <laughs> All right, anything else? I'm old. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We will see you uh, definitely during Claire season, and we might see you before that. Yep. But right. look for us, like Brendan said, social media pages. Absolutely. Podcasting back for us. Podcasting for the right reasons on Instagram, right reasons pod on Twitter, and then rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Bye, Ernie. Bye, guys.